Buffy's bitter rival has taken over her body. Why, yes, I would be Buffy. Buffy, I'll kick your ass. Faith has stolen Buffy's identity. I could have anything I want. Anyone. Now, everyone Buffy's ever known... I forgot how much you don't like Faith. ...is in the hands of her greatest enemy. Am I a bad girl? What are we playing at here? An all-new Buffy. Welcome to the Fruit Roll-Ups of Love, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes, Beat Me. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. And this week's episode is Season 4, Episode 16, Who Are You? We're talking about plot. We'll be talking about characters. We'll be talking about body swaps. So spoilers abound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, uh, the comic books, and possibly even other shows or movies. Beat me pot assemble. We've got a gal pal spellgasm our way into the nether realm. That's right. Wow. (laughs) Ah, welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. Stacia, co-host number one, say hello. Hey. Daniel, co-host number Elephant, say hello. I'd say that things are looking up. I'm back from a stint in the pokey. I've learned the error of my ways. I was showered with affection by Big Bertha. Wow. Wow, what a journey went on. Uh, I did not go on such a journey, but my name is Kelly, and and we're here to talk about Buffy. Did you know that this is the 72nd episode of the series, meaning that we are officially halfway through the dang show? Can you believe it? Only halfway. I know. (laughs) It feels like we've been doing this for like years and years. Oh, wow. Because we have. have been doing this for years and years. I guess that's true. But yeah. there's 144 episodes, and there's a number 72. Oh. I just love the trippy. Sorry. It's upsetting. You're the host. You can't right. be I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, what episode is this? This is the 72nd episode, but also known as season four, episode 16. Who are you? Originally aired on February 29th of the year 2000. Not today. That was yesterday. Yes. Uh, that was four four leap years ago. Five years. Five. Five. Five times four Five. is 20. It was a leap year. Five, yeah, it wow. was on a leap day. That's fun. Isn't it, though? I don't know. Did they plan for that? I guess you don't plan for that. No, probably not. But it was written and directed by Joss Whedon. This is the 13th episode of his that was written and directed by him uh, of 19. It is the 19th writing credit for him of oh. 26 total for the series. Uh, the last one, obviously, was Hush that he wrote and directed. And the next one will be Restless. I have a question, though. If we were doing this 20 years, 20 years does work out perfectly for the leap years. Mm-hmm. But if we had been doing 25 years, Would we wouldn't have hit the leap year. We wouldn't have. Would we have just skipped over this episode? Because we Ooh. wouldn't ever get to it. That's a great question. I'm just curious. Uh, if we did, actually, if we did 30 years, right, that wouldn't work either. It that wouldn't work either. It would have to be 20. Yeah. 20 or 40. Because that's like a hidden episode in here that you yeah. can't actually access. So we did it perfectly. Yeah. We Otherwise, you would have to be point. like, we're either cheating or right. we'll, we'll release this on the leap year after. Wow. Which would be pretty fun. The, That's kind of like your shot, you know? Yeah, just not little... doing the second half of a two-parter episode. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Our fans would love it. I think everybody would be really into that. What happened in this episode? Uh, well, we find out for surezies that Buffy and Faith switched bodies. Ooh. And uh, I mean, hijinks ensue. It's basically just dealing with all that would entail. Buffy, or rather, Faith as Buffy, catching up with her friends, uh, causing some trouble, sleeping with some boyfriends, 
uh, having a crisis of conscience, saving the day, uh, and then having their body swapped back. That was a great synopsis. That is exactly what happened. That's 100% what happened in this episode. A couple of different things, things that happened that are really, you know, interesting or necessary for me to mention, like uh, Joyce's credit card expiration date, (laughs) (laughs) which is in May of 2001 when Buffy dies. But also Joyce won't live to see that. So dark. Thanks, the internet. Why would you tell us that? (laughs) Faith is the first person to realize that Willow and Tara are in a relationship or know that they're in a relationship. Um, She's also the first one to meet them. So, yeah, I I know. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Faith is the first one to figure this out. But like, also, Tara's never been around anyone else. So why would they know? But they also go like three episodes and don't know. Uh, Like Buffy won't know until Willow tells her in Newman Rising and no one else finds out until the Yoko Factor. So. That's a thing. Happened really fast. They're like, they were really in it this episode. I mean, they do have spell sex. They do. Uh, Our girl, Amy Powell, the newscaster is back. Oh my God. It's really important. I have so much to say about her. Yeah. I can't wait to get into that. And Sarah Michelle Geller and Eliza Dushku apparently studied each other's like tapes acting like their episodes that they'd been in before to prepare for the roles. And I think they did a great job. I think specifically Sarah Michelle Geller did a great job, but Mm. um, they both did. Excellente. Uh, this is one of Sarah Michelle Gellar's favorite episodes. Cool. <laughs> There's just not a lot, lot about uh, this here episode. Oh, but the Katra thing, right? They've got a conjure a draconian Katra so that they can swap bodies back, right? That's not a real thing. Katra in Arabic means like caravan hotel, like a roadside hotel. Magic's not real. Uh, I don't know, but Katra is mentioned in Star Trek, specifically the movie Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. A Katra in Vulcan mythology is a person's living spirit. The Katra can be transferred into another body via the mind meld, the Vulcan mind meld. Which, uh, okay, so that's a body swapping reference, kind of right. Uh, and apparently, David Fury wanted to call this episode Face Off because of like the movie Face Off. I guess there's a lot of references. And so that got me thinking about body swapping as a whole. And I thought that Stacia would be the best person to tell us about that. That was a great transition. Cool. <laughs> Giles. Will. Oh, my God. Willow, wait. You don't understand. You're Buffy. You and Faith switch bodies, probably through a draconian Katra spell. She understands it better than I do. I don't really have a lot to say about body swapping because, well, it's a common, like, trope in all kinds of media there isn't really like one story that the idea is derived from i think it's just a thing that humans are maybe like innately interested in but there's no like whatever fables aesop fable about body swaps the freaky friday yeah i mean there is maybe that is 1972 (laughs) that's the text. freaky friday (laughs) the book yes and then disney was like let me make this book into a movie three times yes (laughs) successful times three perfect This isn't mine. Those aren't mine. That's definitely not mine. So, I'm in your body. I'm old. I beg your pardon. Okay, so things that I think are worth mentioning about body swapping is that there appears to be like a bell curve of body swaps. One is the Freaky Friday variety, which is like the most benign. You get swapped with another person, like your consciousness or whatever. And it's so that you can like 
learn to understand their issues, you know, walk a mile in their shoes. And by the end, once you've moved back into your own body, you have a greater perspective of the world and everyone around you and you're just a better, more formed person. One of the other versions of body swapping, which clearly this isn't what happened in Who Are You is the Freaky Friday version. So another version is evil person (laughs) steals body to escape consequences for their past evil doings mm-hmm. which uh might apply a little bit to faith a little bit. apply yeah. just a little bit to faith mm-hmm. i think she's definitely running away because her whole plan was like oh put buffy in my body and then she can go to jail for me mm-hmm. if you have a bad guy who swaps bodies in the end you'll have them have like a a moment where they realize that they can be good for one reason or another and then you know they'll have like their redemptive moment although it's up to the rest of the characters to decide whether they're gonna like believe that person or not right so far so faith so far so faith you're not gonna kill these people why not because it's wrong (laughs) you're the slayer the one and only. That's really the most interesting stuff about body swapping. There are three instances of it in the Buffy verse that I thought counted like canonically as body swapping because there's like a couple demons that like take your body, but they don't like really have a body or whatever, so it doesn't count. Oh, like the Tom of Genesis one and whatever. Yeah. In uh, flooded. Yeah. Season six. This episode is is the best episode of body swapping, but as Kelly spoiled herself on. Immediately before the beginning of this episode, <laughs> this is not the first instance of body swapping in the show. It's not. Can you recall one? Uh, they mentioned the pack in this. The pack's got one. Yeah, that's possession. That's yeah, possession. That's, possession. Yeah. that's like the Tom and Genesis. Have we already seen it? Have yes, we already yes. seen? Oh, for fuck's sake! What season? First season. Jesus Christ! No, I don't know. <laughs> Teacher spent. No. I, I mean, honestly, I don't think if I wouldn't have seen oh. your screen that I would have remembered. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think about this immediately. Um, it is literally. The third episode of the entire show. Yeah, Which. there you go. Which? Yeah. What? What happened? The mom switches with Amy. Oh, her mom right. oh, steals God. her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another thing to add in the Buffy verse. When there's a body swap, it's always the evil. I stole your body, kind. I, I stole your body, kind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the mom steals Amy's body because she wants to live out her fantasy of being young and beautiful and a cheerleader or whatever. And Amy wasn't doing a good enough job because she just liked to make and eat brownies. Yeah. Loser. I do remember that. You're a witch. No, I'm not. That that was my mom. Remember. The third one is an angel. It's uh, episode four of season three. It's called Carpe Noctum. And basically, this is an episode where Fred is crushing on Angel super hard. She's like, you're the dreamiest honey I've ever met in my life. And I really want to go on a date with you. I think I do remember this one. Yeah. Okay. So there's a string of deaths in hotels with a bunch of missing bodies. They end up realizing that all of the men are coming from the same gym. So they go, uh, question, and they figure out who is the source of all these bodies. And this is like old dude. And apparently this old dude is like switching into these like men's bodies because he's like sick and dying and he wants to maintain his youth forever, whatever. So in like a desperate bid, he switches with Angel, not realizing that Angel's a vampire. And then he goes like on this like joyride of like, oh, my God, I'm never going to die ever. I'm a vampire. This is amazing. I'm going to kill Angel in my body so that I can be Angel forever. Um, they ended up realizing eventually that, wow. you know, the old guy in Angel was not actually Angel, and Angel was trapped in an old man's body. 
So they never, switch them all back. Mind, I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cordelia has a talk with Fred where she's like, maybe he's not in a good place right now today. Oh and Fred's God. like, yeah, ew. <laughs> um, and then at the very end, Willow calls and is like, hey, Buffy came back from the dead. Oh, wow. <sighs> oh, end of episode. God. Yeah. Oh, because you said it's like the fourth episode of the third season. Yeah. Angel. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So she's been dead for five months. Definitely don't remember that. Yeah. So. So this is just a weird episode for Fred to like not be into Angel anymore. Yes. Like, let's explain that weird thing away. Well, because that would have been because Plurts Glurb is the end of season two, two which means right. Fred is just arrived on the scene. I do remember her. And Willow was there. She like she worshipped there. Angel for rescuing her. Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. yeah. She was like a weirdo in her room and only wanted to talk to Angel. Right. And which makes sense, but. Yes. 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 After researching fictional versions of body swapping, I thought, have we progressed in science enough yeah, that body swapping is I real? Don't think so. And I have to say, it seems like the most, like, f- closest scientifically that we can get to body swapping is a head transplant, which has not happened on humans, but there were some very ill-fated attempts with monkeys and mice. And dogs. Like taking that, their brains? No, you cut heads. the head off and put it on nope. a different... Right. body that's not great so far it's never been successful no. but the idea is like you know you would essentially be able to change your entire body like why have a heart transplant when you could just get a body transplant mm-hmm. i guess not quite the same because your head is different and someone else's body has been lost we should give that body back to where it went <laughs> <laughs> where's where that body's head yeah ask I, that question it's like get out i mean it's like taking oh yeah know, totally like, Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, But, however, while there's not actual real-life body swapping, you can simulate body swapping, where you can trick people into thinking they actually have swapped bodies, which is an an experiment they started doing a while ago with cameras, but now they do it with VR technology. Basically, you put a headset on, or, you know, if you're doing it with cameras, whatever, in two people, and it can be any two people, like male, female, or whatever, like different races or something. and you have them stand in separate rooms and the headsets show the other person's body, like what they're doing. Like you see their view and vice versa. And then basically you and the other person move really slowly in tandem. So like if they're, you see the arm raising, you move your arm and mm. it feels like you're moving their arm and vice versa. Mm. And after you've done it for a while, it starts feeling really natural and you're like, I am a man. Weird. <laughs> Even though you're not actually a man huh. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Interesting. See, but that's, I'm sure that that's what most people want is just, I want to feel my body, someone else's body. Mm. It's all sex stuff. So... <laughs> that's what it comes down to right it's like you can move your hands and feel like it but then when it's like i want to touch and it's like well they're not going to do that okay well i'm just i'm just that's or that's what people probably want more than anything else yeah i mean the second we have cool technology we just use it for porn because that's the thing about all of those uh body swapping things you're like they always introduce the idea of like you are in another person's body every part of that person is not your body Mm. You would spend a lot of time being like, what is this body of yeah, mine? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, at least they did it with like the bath and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it would still be weird. Yeah. Like, okay. No no movie or anything ever explores that. I mean, it's probably weird porns and shit that yeah. do. But okay. like, I don't know. That, that to me is like the thing that humans would do right away. But every, every one of these VR things is like, oh, they just want to see what it's like to raise your hands. <laughs> it's like, no, I want to feel what it's like to touch other parts. Of, yeah. yeah. This has gone very weird. But, but yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
but that is it no it's true so i found an interview with one woman who did this and her like partner like her other half the body that she swapped into was a man and she was a woman and they ended up just like getting naked and like looking at each other right and like that's what they did but they found that anything humanoid like you can like get the sensation that you've swapped with like Mm. if you do a mannequin you can feel like you're the mannequin's body no no thanks oh yeah but you can't do it with like chairs or other things that obviously aren't human like apparently you need to be able to like sort of believe Mm. it's human you lost and now you'll never be human yeah well neither will you what What? also interestingly they've done studies where they've taken tests about to see like how racist you are like what your internal ingrained biases are before you do the test and then they have you swap bodies with someone who's black and then afterwards you do the test and you're less racist because yeah. apparently you've learned to like associate that person's body and their skin tone with you and you like internalize it and so you don't see it as being a bad thing anymore. But empathy, it's an interesting idea of applying that and yeah. yeah it's just, no weird sex stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only, We're just trying to cure racism. Yeah. No weird sex if stuff. If we cure the racism, we'll let down a little sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that next. But you have to do this first. <laughs> I think America would be down. Yeah. Down. Child's faith has taken my body. And for all I know, she's taken it to Mexico by now. I, I don't have time for bondage fun. Thank you for that. Oh, did you have anything else to add? Nope. That was it. That was a wonderful little Fantastic. <laughs> primer about mm-hmm. body swapping. Because we really see it body everywhere. Swapping. So it's like, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I did like fall down like a weird hole where I was just like, because like if you are body swapping like what does that mean like are you just your consciousness mm. is that what's getting swapped like if your your brand's a physical thing if you leave that behind does it fundamentally change who you are you're right. like like what is the thing that's swapping that means you now like inhabit a different body and like it's I always the soul you know it's like <laughs> yeah and i think we love we we need to believe that right we're, mm-hmm. the, we're like this soul that's floating around there that can you know if we swap it our full selves are swapping with it and we are uh into a body that is our we've taken it over Mm -hmm. no one else is here with us it's only us Mm -hmm. and that person has left fully you know because i think that makes us feel better i mean but it's weird to think about because i think to a certain extent who you are is like part of your body like if you're very true i don't know allergic to strawberries or something maybe you don't like strawberries and then but you as a different person and even they talk about like um organ transplants like you might get a new liver and suddenly you fucking love roller coasters you're like fuck yeah (laughs) when before you used to get terrible motion sickness and you're like i can't get enough (laughs) take me on another roller coaster (laughs) or like you get a new heart and you're like i need spaghetti in my life right now and then you always hear about like the person who's passed away they're like they were the biggest fan of six flags like they fucking loved it and they went every year like this person they died on eight boss every day like it was their job and it's like why that happens yeah that's a thing that's like a known phenomenon for organ transplants where you like wild sometimes develop weird personality traits of the person who's organ you i didn't know that yeah strange holy shit that's kind of weird but so like what you know like you get I don't know, like what part of it are those things? Because right, that's your that body, really... <laughs> like really, te- yeah. like whatever part is telling you and changing your soul. You're changing your mentality of yourself. Yeah. So your Weird. liver could like encode part of your weird fucking adrenaline junkie DNA on yeah. it and then when it gets put in somebody else you're like gotcha yep what the fuck 
I'm bankrupt now as I spent all my money at Six Flags. <laughs> I live a room my life. <laughs> I'm no longer dying, but now I have a crippling roller coaster addiction. Someone help me. <laughs> I ride for 12 hours a day. <laughs> That's incredible. What's going to happen to her? Well, get her checked out. She's in stable condition. She goes to jail. Any trial. I just hope she gets some kind of help. I didn't Ooh. know that was a thing. Yeah. I wish we explored that more with Faith. What is? <laughs> <laughs> what are? Because she she like throws down on Buffy so much, but I want to know what weird shit Buffy does that she might be craving. Who knows? Her body needs. I don't know. Some kind of milk. Some type of like food. You know, like what is it about Buffy? Tell us something personally about Buffy. We know nothing about Buffy. Well, we, we'll this is your one chance. Well, Thanks the, for bringing it back to the episode. Yeah, the show does kind of like does like post that theory of is your environment and the people you're around part of who you are? Like, obviously, Faith grew up in a very different world than she Buffy, did. and once she's inhabited Buffy's life and seeing like how much Riley cares for her oh, yeah, and like sure. her mom loves her and everything, she has the choice whether she wants to leave or stay, and she chooses to stay. Which is a choice Buffy would make, and not a choice Faith would make. I made these points last episode, but that's fine. Yep. Uh, How did did you? uh, Before we get ahead of ourselves, did you enjoy this episode? Did you like it, Stacia? You specifically? Did you enjoy it? Yes, I like this episode. Mm, Thank you, Daniel. Did you enjoy this episode? I struggle with this episode. Yeah. I really, I I love this episode. It's very Joss Whedon-y in the best and the worst ways, for sure. um, Which we will definitely talk about. Faith is an absolute caricature, uh, so it's really nuts to see Sarah Michelle Gellar give her absolute depth that the show has never given faith ever Mm. once not for a single second and i would say that faith is a great i love faith because i love sarah michelle geller and i love everything after faith everything after this moment for faith is way better made it i'll take my uh adoration and, and applause after the show. I will also say this and i already told you this kelly but i will say this i don't think faith as a character survives today comic book wise anything without sarah michelle geller making faith a real character you can't do that it's wrong you can't do that because it's naughty because it's wrong because it's wrong you can't do that it's wrong i'll kick your ass i'm gonna kill you so all that shit we went through with faith almost feels worth it to have this episode Eliza Dushku didn't need to do any of it like <laughs> she she is faith and she she didn't almost do any of the iconic stuff like I'm not a killer right. you know all those little things like all those little things it, it kind of sucks I feel bad for her but Sarah Michelle Gellar destroys it um, and it's kind of crazy another huge reason I struggle with this episode and I have to mark it I mark it up so much for Sarah but I bring it so far down for our reporter lady <laughs> and barricaded themselves in the church with at least 20 parishioners. One of the few who escaped described the three men as frighteningly disfigured, almost inhuman. So far, one escapee has since died of severe neck wounds. There is no report of the condition of the parishioners still trapped inside, but their assailants have vowed to kill all of them if police attempt to storm the church. The episode hinges upon the gross over information that we receive from this lady (laughs) with like specifics as to what's going on at this place and what these people are going to go through (laughs) if someone doesn't come immediately and save them and it's just it's way too much for me and we end with faith riding a train like a hobo 
Is it just a train? To, you said train too. I got the idea that it was like a boxcar. It's a. Oh, it's Isn't a, a boxcar? Boxcar is a train. In a train. Yeah. One no, of no, the, no, 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 no. Sorry, like a truck, like a box truck. Get out of oh, here. That's no. a fucking train, man. Dude, it's wood. Yeah, it's fucking. It's, it's wood. Yeah, she's it's like in like a wood tr- in the back of a, a truck. Yeah, she's in like a. Definitely. Think what, that's wouldn't a train. you see a wooden truck driving around? Like a wood panel truck. No, she's thing, in a yeah. fucking like crate of some kind, like where a fucking animal would be. But she's yeah. definitely riding the rails, man. Okay. Come on. Yeah. There's light in there. You're, if you're in the back of a semi or whatever, you're not seeing light. Not a semi. Like a truck. <laughs> where did she find this fucking truck? I don't know. Where did she find the train? Anyways, we're just... Joss, train thought, he, Joss thought he was cool, contrasting Buffy over here on the right side with Faith over here on the left side. And I got to mark it down for that. I got to mark it down for that. <laughs> and I got to say, I cannot overstate this enough. Sarah Michelle Gellar is the MVP. And I just, without that, this episode is not, it cannot exist, obviously. I agree. But it also just like, cannot be good. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I'm happy. Faith is evil. I agree. So what she does with, with Faith, uh, incredible. Mind-blowing. I'm just glad to hear someone who isn't me say that Faith is great because I knew she what had in her What I own. heard was Daniel saying Sarah Michelle Gellar is great. Sarah <laughs> Michelle Gellar is so good. Give her more money, everyone, right now. <laughs> yeah, she really – I hope that everybody like appreciates how great of an actress she is, and it's really a shame because I think that the show – so many times over like i mean they never won an emmy for any like not writing they only won the emmy for hairdressing that's right and cinematography and hush um well, I think or nominated I, times changed though too and i think you know she walked herself away from buffy i think that was probably wise for her own sanity right and it's lived on way longer than other shows ever get to live on so i think coming back to embrace it i understand why she does and hopefully she's proud of what she did because my god i think maybe you should stay out of other people's lives we've got a mission here and back when Riley could still think for himself. You got a mission? I've been fighting demons since before you could shave. Yeah, you're a killer. I am not a killer. I am the Slayer. And you don't know the first thing about me. Yeah, it I mean, doesn't I work without her. I mean, I she carries so many things. And just I just didn't really appreciate it when I was younger watching the show, I think. But it's been really nice to watch it more slowly and get to appreciate the nuances that she brings to it. And I think you're totally right that... Uh, she made she's the a better faith than faith could ever be and i do wonder how much of it is that she was able to like we really we're putting faith the character in a situation she's never been in in the show before where she she is buffy so people are being nice to her she's like getting support she's getting love 100 <laughs> percent right so some of it i like to think that it is the character never got the chance before now mm-hmm. because i don't think that it's all eliza not being able to perform right yeah this faith chick definitely dangerous i i think that that with sarah michelle gellar and actually being a character for the first time it's just like perfect great job great job so this episode's about faith even though it's faith is buffy and i i gotta love the eliza dushku as buffy at the beginning of the episode oh, I didn't even catch fantastic her. um because she's buffy because she's, she's that's buffy. actually she's a really buffy. great touch i know wonderful right? yeah. wonderful uh so i mostly just want to talk about the episode in the context of Faith as Buffy meeting all of our characters, living in this new life, living in this new world. Because Faith is really, Faith, actual Faith, spotty. Eliza Dushku is really relegated in this episode. She's not in very much of it at all. It's all about 
Babe is Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that's going to be. I wrote yeah, it down yeah. as like F A B and B A F on my that's notes. That's not going to work well. To, You're going to actually say BAF one point. BAF. What? BAF. So we'll kind of just it kind of chronologically works the best, I feel like, because the first interaction we have with Faith, Faith is Buffy is with Joyce. Faith. Why do you think she's like that? As yeah. Faith's being carted away in an ambulance. And I think Joyce speaks for me personally when she tells Faith Buffy, God damn, and says, uh, you know, I'll never believe that she's a terrible person. I think that she's, you know, she's in a lot of pain and right. says all the things that I've always said about Faith. So that's really cool. Um, do you think, I'm going to bring this up with each kind of character we interact with, but do you think Joyce should have known that this is not Buffy? Yeah. You think so? She's acting real weird. Yeah, but I don't think she knows her daughter. So I, I mean, so. she does know her daughter doesn't like to be there, and her daughter is like, "I'm just gonna take a bath, chill in your room, damningly correct, some clothes. right? You would think that. But we're friends, like all of a sudden, what? <laughs> Who is this person? Yeah. Yeah, take a bath. Come on, you haven't used a bathroom. I mean, there's even one point years. where Joyce is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> kind of in the tone of like, "Why are you still here?" <laughs> well, she says, "What are you doing with?" All of Joyce's uh, shit spread all over the bed. Then goes like, "Oh, I'm oh. just getting my mail." Oh, of course, your, you would get your, your stuff mail. is on your bed. She's on your bed with your shit everywhere. Clearly, she's been rifling through your purse. No questions. Well, and then you even have that moment where she's like, "Can I take this lipstick?" And she's like, "Huh, that's the one Faith liked." Burn it. Burn it, which I love. <laughs> Joyce should have known, but this is just another example of Joyce being a bad mom, not even realize her daughter isn't in the house anymore. Buffy has Hell left the building, yes. and she's with a psychopath. Uh, I Absolutely. Do, the very first g- glimpse we get of Faith is changing a little bit. I think when she, again, this might be up to Sarah Michelle Geller's performance, but when uh, Joyce is like, it would be nice if we could get dinner and we like hang out oh, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And, and like, Faith was really like, yeah. Definitely, let's do that. And like the way she says that so earnestly, it's like, I don't I, know how much of that as an act. I, think I don't that think it's, so. I think that she, the whole point of this episode was when she kept repeating, uh, it's wrong because it's wrong because it's wrong. It's very funny because she keeps lying when she says that because mm-hmm. that's what Buffy says right. until the very end. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think at that point she was at all. She was playing. Everything she right, said right, with Joyce. Right. If I she mean, said that at the end, it yeah. would be earnest. But yeah. she was joking at that point. That's that definitely not... the easiest. Oh yeah, answer. I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta do this really cool definitely. scene. I gotta go. So <laughs> All right. also See Joyce and when Joyce said, um, you know, I just hope she gets some kind of help as long as I don't have to lift the finger to do that. <laughs> yeah, I knew um, that she wasn't gonna get un- like go up with without a scratch whatever, whatever. I knew that she couldn't get out of that comment unscathed because you guys are gonna jump on that. Because, yeah. Oh, like, you guys, not you. You're not going to jump <laughs> on it. You're, you're I hope look. she gets some help. Help that I clearly could have provided at any point during the year when she was really struggling and living in a fucking motel. But I hope she gets some help. In my huge fucking two-story house where only two people live. <laughs> and I basically live at the gallery for the whole time. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. There's so many fucking bedrooms here. Yeah, we have Dawn. Yeah. Dawn just gets to live there. bedroom. Oh, my God. Dawn moves in next season. And don't like the whole fucking gang, all of them, season seven lived there yes. yeah basically it's unbelievable i've missed you because i haven't visited right i knew it 
And then Faith goes to the little Scooby meeting with the one scene Xander and Anya are in in this episode. So good. Also, Thank really, God really for bad. that. So I thought Anya was going to out her immediately. I, mm. The way she was looking at her, I was like, oh, yeah, demon would know. I was like, who's going to who's gonna be the one to break this? I forgot Tara did. So I was like, mm. oh, Anya would probably, if I were to guess, I'd be like, oh, Anya well, would probably Well, she at least wouldn't pull see. any punches about the weird behavior, and she yeah. even calls her on the poetic justice line like, what? <laughs> I mean, but that was more of just a joke. Where is she? On her way to the big house. Cops took off my hands about an hour ago. Poetic justice. How's that? Well, she did all those crimes and now she's being arrested. I guess that's just regular justice. Why is Anya even in this episode? I mean, I guess just because... She wasn't in the last one. Well, she's not a series, She's not in the credits yet. No. So she doesn't have to be there. Is it just to underline that Faith doesn't know who she is? Yeah, Maybe. probably. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's probably hey, for... God. Yeah, because then yeah. she got to deal with Tara. And be like, you... I don't know you yet? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so another, should the Scoobies have known, this is not Buffy. No. No. Okay. She's acting a little weird. She's she is acting weird. She's got black eyeliner, which is not a uh, strong like yeah. like the the look is different. Yes, yeah. for sure. But I don't think you. I wouldn't. No, I, no, I, that's I fair. It's not incongruous. She's worn leather She's pants worn before leather and pants. red yeah, lipstick. Yeah, that's why I didn't, and... didn't point out the leather I mean, pants because I knew she those was were Buffy's pants. pants. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good the point. Ma- she had the makeup. Okay, oh, yeah. that's fair. And and I do try to keep in context because I really judge them harshly. Like, how the fuck don't you know it's not her? But like. Why would you ever think? You would never think in a million years you're having a conversation with your friend. They're being a little weird. You've swapped bodies. You've definitely swapped bodies with somebody. Yeah. Well, so. and everyone was so resistant. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be resistant right, exactly. to that? Yeah. I mean, even the council's like, oh, yeah, I've never heard that shit before. <laughs> That's a new one. But the biggest tips for this one for me were, um, which, again, masterclass, Sarah Michelle Gellar, the way she says about, she says mm-hmm. about because oh. uh, Eliza Dashku does that. Like, she's... Mm. From Boston, that she gets into that. Also, her bit. boastfulness is way too much. I mean, she, oh, yeah. the oh, boastful nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Joyce, she called her Joyce. Yeah, that was another thing. Which, uh, that was where Anya first looked, and I was like, ah, she that's the know. clue. Yeah. So, Does it show back up again? I mean, part of that, yes, Sarah Michelle Geller did amazing with this, but one thing I kept going back to was the dialogue, because Faith has a very unique way of speaking. Mm-hmm. And even at, at the beginning, she has this line immediately with Joyce where she says, How do you know she got drove? Which Buffy would never in her life say that. Yeah. No, I think Buffy would say, how did you know she was di- driven to it? Oh. How do you got drove is how Faith would say it. And obviously Faith is saying that in Buffy's body. But you have these little moments and five by five was hit so hard. But right. there's definitely things where it's like, that's Faith. Why, yes, I would be Buffy. May I help you? Yeah, but so I think like the ass yeah, kicking and so doing cool. like the punching and oh, stuff, yeah, like all like, of that yeah. is very Faith. But, you know... Oh, I wouldn't. Out of context, how would you make that leap without her saying five by five or something? The only times, I mean, I like captured it just by the look, but when Willow was like, yeah, I would, what I would do if I were in the room with her, (laughs) if I was a little bigger and had grenades. Yeah. But like when she did that, like I took a screenshot of, of Sarah's face, like looking at her and that, like, I don't know how much faith is in there. Right. But like that look, Mm. you know, that's not a Buffy look. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, she definitely makes the faces like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. Well, and then we get her fucking (laughs) (laughs) stabby, which was fucking crazy. I love that a lot. That was was really good. There's multiple times throughout this entire episode where we're, 
we're reiterating the theme of the season, which is we are growing apart. Like we are disparate. We, mm. the, of course, we're not going to notice these fucking little micro actions. We haven't even noticed that Willow's dating a fucking woman. Like we haven't noticed like all these huge things that have well, happened. To be fair, again, no I know Tara hasn't been. In the, I know, I know, but like, <laughs> there's a lot of things happening in every all of our characters' lives that we're just not. We don't care anymore. We're not. We're not close. We're not buds. We're not buds. It's true. Xander and Anya, what's happening? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're not in the fucking episode. Um, Go hang out in the basement. With oh, them. before I forget, I did make a mistake last episode. I said that there was uh, six versions of the draft for this year's girl, but it was actually for this episode that there were six. So another interesting thing in the scene, and even when she's talking to Joyce and like throughout the episode, is like Faith recognizes I have to act like Buffy so people don't recognize that it's me. But she's talking about Faith this person that she defeated in a way she thinks Buffy would talk about it, which is really interesting with like a lot of like anger and sort of joy for beating her, Mm -hmm. which I don't think Buffy, the actual person would have felt and does feel at the end of this episode when she like wins or whatever. Um, So I think it's really interesting (laughs) because it gives you a better look into um, face psyche and the way she thinks about herself. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's vital. In this, mm-hmm. like her believing that that's really what Buffy is like, is really tragic. It's like yeah. they could have really. Made but this Faith work. has to believe that she does in order to own, keep being a for her own insane reasons. Yeah. Like that's what it comes down to. Is like her reasons are insane. And just to jump ahead to the very end, even if she becomes good, I would still say your reasons for being bad were so flimsy that I I don't know how to trust you being good. I feel like you'll just turn on a fucking. On a dime. You yeah. know, you believed a fucking guy who was going to be a snake monster. <laughs> and you still believed it after you learned he fucking got blowed up. Because it was dumb as shit, right? Like, you should have stopped right there. But the fact that you kept going means that, like, you're carrying on to more than just the mayor shit. So, like, the fact that you become good, you got to prove it, man. And maybe Faith does. I don't really know. Well, uh, but, like, it's more than that, man. Because you can't just say I'm good now. You've been bad for a long time. you killed a lot of people he may not care but i do the watchers council used to mean something you perverted it you trash we should have killed you while you were asleep it's interesting so the, there's a two-part episode and angel which we'll, i'll talk about more during the yoko factor because the events directly precede that episode that episode sanctuary specifically the second half of the two-parter it's almost as if it turns into an episode of buffy and we forgot who buffy the character was or like we don't we get let me go let me say this go watch those episodes and when i talk about it later it'll make more sense but they're so informative of of faith the character and yeah. and we get so much great information about these two characters that i'm pissed it wasn't on an episode of buffy uh, because Buffy lays into her. She goes, she's like, I can't believe you. I can't believe Angel would ever help you. You're a fucking terrible person. We should, like, not, like, to go so far as we should kill you, but I will never trust you. I don't know what the hell is happening. I must be in a bizarre world where, like, we're giving you a chance. What the fuck? Like, right. Buffy never really goes that yeah. in this episode or the prior one. She's, you know, we start with, maybe she needs help. Maybe she's hurt. Maybe she's scared. And then even now, like, Willow's the only one that's like, let's fucking kill her. Let's get her. I hate her. I can't believe all those things she did you i forgot how much you don't like faith after what she's done to you oh i wish those council guys would let me have an hour alone in the room with her if i was larger and had grenades but buffy never really harps on that do you think that do you think that uh not to make you sad kelly but do you think that they took a bad story element and just dumped it onto angel and were like (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll keep it going and we'll see what yeah i don't know like they're just like ah, we're not going to do this on buffy anymore we need to move beyond faith mm-hmm. she'll show up at the end right but like only because probably it was good on angel like Maybe they saw this and they were like, okay, Faith is viable, if my theory is correct. Yeah. Like, Faith is a real character. Let's actually keep her around. Otherwise, she could get on that boxcar and travel off and never be heard from again. Unless we needed another MacGuffin to show up <laughs> in season seven, right? To be another right. weird bad guy and we close it. I feel like she could have just continued to be a bad guy because we don't really know. Sure, we see a little bit of change. But if she never changed, I wouldn't be shocked by that. If we well, never see her again, right? As soon as but you see her in Angel, she's she's still bad, right? She's, like she's, <laughs> oh, no. ah, cool. I learned nothing, but then by the end of the first half of the two parter, how many she's, times can we do? This? Yeah, but and at the she turns herself in, like by the end, she definitely has changed, and like without the whole arc yeah. of these four episodes, it's a long time. She she, I I concede that she is a bad yeah. character. Like she's not okay. great. There's not a whole lot of meeting or okay. depth there at all. I give in. I finally do. But I already know all this, right? So it's like, it's hard for me while we were going through all of season three to, to not have yeah, that yeah, context. Yeah, to not have yeah. the... Cause I know that these four episodes, this year's girl, who are Onwards, you? Yeah. Five, five, five by five and sanctuary are huge. Like yeah. the, that's that to me, when I think of faith, it's that person, that right. complete person that got there in the end that was worth saving not faith open trick so not consequences you, did you like faith the first time you watched the show yeah because i was a fucking sad lesbian so you don't need to justify like, it you were I'm always okay wrong. with this <laughs> i like her she's damaged and she's attractive yeah. okay and- see no now you're just trying to like renege and like retroactively justify why you like faith it's not like oh well now that i know these four great episodes are gonna happen i have to like faith the whole time no it's really good for you that those four episodes get to happen really yeah and that the rest of us can be like okay <laughs> we'll validate your weird opinions anyway for a second <laughs> moving on uh so the next person that we run into is uh willow and tara and spike so basically the scene of the bronze okay. yeah uh the spike thing i mean i don't know how much we need to say about it it's pretty perfect uh it's perfect as far as like teasing Spike and like, oh, t- oh, sure, he was real riled up. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. A lot, yeah. and they do call back to it in season seven when Faith really? and Spike hang out. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I remember. Not a thing a man forgets." Oh, fine, throw it in my face. Spike's not a threat anymore. I'll turn my back. You can't hurt me. Spike. Spike. William, bloody with a chip in his head. I kind of love this town. <sighs> You know why I really hate you, Summers? Because I'm a suck up tight ass with no sense of fun? Well, yeah, that covers a lot of it. Because I could do anything I want, and instead I choose to pout and whine and feel the burden of slayerness. I mean, I could be rich, I could be famous, I could have anything. Anyone. Yeah. yeah, this is definitely the moment that Spike goes from hating Buffy to being like, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah, he goes from, I hate you, Summers, to, do I have a boner? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> this, this to me was my, I said this to you earlier, my most uncomfortable Joss Whedon moment because this is Joss Whedon writing Buffy as if he's talking to her, to him. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about that before very, in my life. And very, when Daniel mentioned it earlier, I got really grossed out because, like, oh, you're totally right. You're totally right, and I never thought about that. Because it's it's graphic. Yeah, it is graphic. graphic. And yeah, he he created Buffy, right? But I guess I never thought about. He said he had this idea since he was a kid, basically. Yeah, okay. So it's All like right, I'm sure well, he wrote 
this like ideal fun superhero girlfriend basically and now i could squeeze you yeah Yeah, i just like uh moving on well hello tara uh i'm gonna try to contain myself and talk about them mostly during the relationship part because oh my god um but I love that Faith immediately knows. Faith, like, yeah, that's fine. Again, I know Tara's not been around anybody else. That's fair. <laughs> but, like, she doesn't get a ton. I mean, Tara is so into Willow, it's ridiculous. Like, she leaves and like she's turning just like, around, oh, like, staring oh, okay, at her. Okay, okay. I love you. Please don't be gone. Like, okay. Uh, but I feel like our friends, the where we are at in this season, how We've, desperate everybody yeah, I is. I know, I know. We've all. I don't think that they would have noticed. I no, feel like if no. Xander and Anya are on that couch, they don't clock it. They don't, they don't. No, and they're also better at small talk. I think not having small talk allows you these moments of like, we're, I'm cool. I don't talk. And Tara clearly doesn't talk. So I get to watch Tara. We're not like Xander would just be like, well, about the game. Let's, you know, whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. It'll just fill the time. But like, I think the silence is where you get to watch. And that's a good point. Faith's not a huge talker. Mm, No, no. I don't think Faith doesn't give a shit. So Faith is just sitting there fucking sprawled out on the fucking couch. Just chilling. Should our friends have known? Tara doesn't know who the fuck she is and immediately is like, this is wrong. I don't like you. You don't seem like the girl that Willow was describing. Well, apparently she can read auras. Yeah, which canonically is like one of her powers. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So that's fair. But Willow, she just, do you see how far her legs are spread on that fucking table? Like, that is not how Buffy sits. Yeah, Buffy's being a little weird. But again, Willow barely around her. And really the most telling moment you have is at the very end. When Faith says, give her whatever she needs. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like that's the most, like when you're like, what? Like what? Buffy would never say that. No. But then you leave and you kind of like brush it off as like she's having like a weird night. She had to deal with Faith. Like who knows? Um, Tara was the one who really saw like the full Faith experience. Mm. Right. Yeah. I guess she got more of it. Because Faith was also intentionally not going too far, I would think. Right. Like she wouldn't be that way that aggressive around willow like she wouldn't have said that line she wouldn't have said any of that shit if willow was there exactly yes so she like willow did not get any of the biggest yeah the full faith right yeah that's a good point that's a good point uh so faith and riley now this is a weird one i gotta i gotta this is strange you do okay please tell me why you hate this This is the worst scene besides adam actually no this is just the worst scene (laughs) it's funny that adam it doesn't even i don't i hope we don't say adam again for this who cares oh no i have things to scream about him good 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 anyways um what the hell he should absolutely have known that was not something was going on with buffy yes so how do you want me Yeah. What do you want to do with this body? What nasty little desire have you been itching to try out? Am I a bad girl? Do you want to hurt me? What are we playing at here? I'm Buffy. Okay. Then I'll be Riley. Well, if you don't want to play... Right. I don't want to play. Buffy just starts crying. Okay, after they oh, have sex. Oh, after, yeah. after, after, yeah. yeah. I feel like he did everything right. I do, too. I feel like the, Riley gets a ton of points yeah. in this episode for doing, like, the right thing. Like, what is the right thing? So, especially right after they have... He, he should have known that, like, something was off. Like, maybe they shouldn't have had sex in the first place because something was off. But then also, it's like, I don't know, you're my girlfriend and you're really coming on to me. And yeah. Like, I guess we'll do this. Um, 
But and you're Buffy yeah. and body swapping's yeah, not real. Yeah, and I would never yeah. once think that yeah. in my life. Right. Uh, but right after they have sex and, and he says, you know, I, I love, love you, you and she crazy. freaks out. Um, she says some pretty gutting shit to him. Like, you mean nothing. This means nothing. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like, he, he like he's hurt for a second, but instead of yeah, dwelling like, on that and like freaking out and, and, and getting defensive, he's like, oh, yeah, you're, what's wrong? Are you OK? Like, he takes care of her immediately. Like, and I think that you got to give credit where credit's due because he could have been shitty and defensive and gotten in a fight with her and been like, why are you do, why are you saying this to me? But he, he was like, oh, this clearly you're going through something like. Okay, he didn't know that something was they swapped bodies, but he's like, I know something's up. I didn't have sex with my girlfriend. Yeah, (laughs) and I want to take care of you, even though you're hurting me right now. Like, you are saying mean stuff and hurting my feelings. It's weird. I still want to take care of you. He almost didn't have any reaction, which was kind of strange. But also, yeah, maybe to his credit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't in this enough for it to really matter, but I thought it was going to be way worse. But I think that, like, the Riley thing actually played a pivotal role in, like, me caring more about faith because like Joss Whedon's directing of the I love you and like just the flash cuts. Oh, the jump cuts. Yeah. The jump cuts were uh, we don't see that on Buffy. And I was like, oh man, this this is like what it's like to be inside of her head. If this is happening all the time, then this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like anytime something happens and she starts seeing that kind of tunnel vision, maybe it, you know I'm not trying to say she's right in like killing fucking DMAF, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if that's what it's like, that it, that's something you cannot convey without being inside of her head. And if right. the show is from Buffy's point of view, then you really can't be in faith. And if faith is our villain, we don't often do that, right? We don't see it from any villain's point of view, right? That I know. So, like, the villains exist. They're always the the other, right? So Faith was always the other in season three. And now we're all of a sudden inside of her. Yeah. And like, I don't know, that was really effective. That was like the moment when I was like, oh shit, this is, that's tough to watch. And Riley just, yeah, Riley did everything right. It was conveyed really well through the, her acting. It was really dark too. It was very like, yeah, it's very. You did really feel like, oh shit, she's like manic. She just needs to get out, needs to get out, needs to get out. And yeah, I I would hope that you would have empathy for somebody like, you're clearly fucking going through something. You're not okay. You slept with her. I slept with you. Uh, but I and mean, they're also pretty new in relationship-wise. I mean, we've said that before the last episode, right? They How much do they really know each other, about each other? Like, they're brand new. Yeah. So this kind of stuff, he might be like, personally, inside his head, being like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. But he's also like, eh, we're just starting to date. Maybe this is what happens every time. I don't know. Or maybe it's just, <laughs> or maybe it's just the I love you thing. Maybe, yeah. I, again, like, it just, if he hadn't said that and it happened... Then maybe it's like, what happened? What happened? But clearly, I love you. Ooh, I should because he did say that. Like, right. oh, did I? I should, should have I said that. Have, yeah. I should I not have? So maybe that's all he was. Is like, oh, I just pushed it too far. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I don't like that she did it, which is another like huge knock on Faith. As like when Faith gets up on the the door when she comes in the doorway or whatever, uh, that music mm, turns yeah, real, turns yeah, the dark. violin. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so <laughs> fucking crazy good. Music. That music was so great. So yeah. Yeah. Which but was like great. that moment, her being like, hey, baby, and being like, let's do it with the door open. Who cares? And all that stuff is so not Buffy. I like, know, wouldn't you be like, what's going on? Are you drunk? You've been drinking, but right? He, but he did but... say that. But he was even like, but he but he took control of it. He picked her up and he went and shut the door. Like he yeah. did all the all the stuff. Like, OK, you're obviously. Want beer. 
But I, if I were him, he'd just be like, all right. But I'm not going to turn you down. Sex. That's the thing. Like, she just wants to I don't bug. deny this is strange. <laughs> but I'm not going to say no. Yeah. I mean, but that's... he didn't know even at the end. I'm not necessarily mad that he had sex with her. But he okay, had the most point. time with her and still didn't put it together that something's wrong. Like She did leave right away. They no, did they, just, no, they, they slept, slept together. together. They slept she together. left in the morning. Yeah, I know. But they didn't talk after that. Oh, sure How do we know? Well, sure, sure. I don't think Faith. That, do we that's think more Faith interesting thought? too to think that scene through. Like, what happened? She just got oh, back I, in the bed, and well, they weirdly slept yeah. next to each other. That's oh, my yeah. point. I oh, think I there was think like so. some period of time where they're like hanging out together and they fall asleep together. No, in my head, Faith is like she's she she was shaken, and then she was like, "Oh, this is weird." But, but I like she this. would leave. No, I, but but that's the point. She doesn't because she's like, "Oh, this is what it's like to have a a caring boyfriend, somebody who's not." Because I said this was worthless, but he's still here for me. And I think she would have been like, maybe she got the best sleep of her entire night, or entire life. She's like, I'm yeah. actually next to somebody who cares about Buffy, even though it's not me, but I can pretend it's me. I feel like the only That's way the scene can think. work in my head is that like, he's like, why don't we just try to get some rest? And she's like, just coldly says nothing and lays down for the rest of the night. And I think that's what, what I, like while her brain is just spinning. Oh, Faith wouldn't say another word. Yeah. Faith would just go to sleep. And then she would wake up and be like, I got to go and then run into Riley or uh, Forrest. Oh, run into Forrest. Forrest. That I was mean, great. Let's talk about Forrest. <laughs> she murdered him. Forrest, R.I. fucking P. Forrest. Yeah, I I feel bad because he had the upper hand. He was really like roasting her. Like, uh, mm-hmm. You mean Forrest who was listening to them have sex all night? Yeah, and he crying. definitely had the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> poor guy. And then by the end, no, I don't care what you think. Oh, my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's so sad. He's so sad. But another a pivotal moment for uh, Faith as a character. Faith is yeah. Buffy. So that was really that was great. I, honestly, like that forest scene is so fucking superfluous. Like we don't need it, but mm-hmm. oh, does it work? Does it work so well? Because we're adding those layers. Faith is a character. She is changing and feeling. It's happening. It, that was really good. Was Why really are you good. looking at me when you're screaming that? <laughs> don't know. The only other thing I want to talk about as far as Faith is Buffy, Buffy is Faith, is when they eventually do fight in the church. And that that scene, that's one of the big faith moments that this and the uh, moments in uh, at the very end of five by five, where she's saying, you murderous bitch, you, you're evil, you're nothing, you're nothing. And just mm. like beating the shit out of herself slash Buffy is just like, that's a huge, powerful scene. That's really what she thinks of herself. That's what she thinks Buffy thinks of her. That's what she yeah. thinks everyone thinks of her. And she Even must believe she's been it. Told time and time and time and time and time again that that's not how people think of her. But she can't shake it. That's just yeah. what she feels. Like there's no way that that they can be honest. That this can be a real thing. I must just be awful. So I'm gonna be awful. And that's you know the road a lot of people take when they're like fuck it. Everybody thinks I'm bad. I'm gonna be bad. And uh, I love it. It's great. It's great. Great. And the fight was good. Yeah, I, mean, I like the fun. dusting of the to reveal Buffy or Faith. As mm-hmm. Buffy. Yeah, which is good. the inverse of uh, the episode where, God, is it Consequences? Or where Trick is about to stab mm. Buffy. Or like she's right, right. choking she Buffy that. and then Faith right. stakes him. So that was good. I love them, them fighting. And honestly, like when they, when Sarah and them fought and then we ended with Buffy, like tears, tears in her eyes. That was fucking great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because those are Faith's tears. Well, sure. What a weird moment that would be if it could be real, you know? Like, you're 
just to, like I'm getting the shit punched out of me. Oh, and God, you're, and you're, I don't know what's happening. And you're crying. Like I yeah, because yeah. that's actually a better read. Like Faith is the one actually crying as yeah. she's like beating oh, on sure. Buffy. Yeah. And then you inhibit the body all of a sudden of somebody who is going through that pain and that, right. that mm-hmm. you're crying. Yeah. But you don't know why. I mean, because you were just getting your ass kicked a yeah. minute ago. And then you're like, oh, whew, and then the whole thing hits you. Ah, yeah. so good. Again, Intense. heavy lifting from SMG. <laughs> heavy lifting. <laughs> effortless. Effortless from her. So as I already mentioned, um, Faith is Buffy. It's very... Or Buffy, Buffy, is Buffy is Faith is very limited in this episode, but uh, the council stuff. This is a special operations unit. They uh, handle the council's trickier jobs. You know, smuggling, interrogation, uh, wet works. What's wet works? Scuba type stuff. I thought it was murder. Well, yeah, but there could be underwater murder with snorkels. Oh, yeah, God. What the fuck? These, what the fuck? Sees guns for the first time in a while when they pop out, um, when they crash into the cop car. In what fucking world is the answer to kill her? They well, they wanted to the kill con- her before, right? Or take her to... Well, they were going to take her yeah. to England. And then for the, the the excuse is, oh, we can't get passage across the border. Gotta kill her. Special operations What unit. the fuck? I just like the incompetency and the logic behind the council. What they do, who they are. I mean, there's a reason it's vague as fuck is because we need them to do whatever. The, the MacGuffin, yeah. The council is a proverbial MacGuffin. Special operations unit. We need action to happen. We can't figure out how. Helicopter. What works? Let's do this. Yeah, no, the council was bad before. We never understood it. And it's weird to see him back again. And that guy spitting in Eliza Dushy's uh, face the, was like well, one the, of the that was the on- fucking things I've ever seen. That life. was gross. And also, he was the only effective part of the council. Just like, he had motivation. Like, we should have killed you. The council used to mean something. Like, all right, what? you actually feel something. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. But like, he actually has like a worldview. The other guy's like, yeah. just the generic, like, I don't care about anything. I just want my paycheck. Like, right. okay, whatever. You're going to clearly die. But the other guy was like, I, that's an interesting thread. I would like to know, do other people feel that way? Like him? Like, what was the council before? Because for me, <laughs> it means nothing to me. He's uh, the only zealot we've met so far. That's for sure. Which, I'm, that's fine. Collins, Weatherby, and Smith. Weatherby oh, God, the... dude, no. That's his name? Weatherby. Done. Done. Yeah. Done. Stop. And they end up in those episodes of Angel as well. And he's even more of a... They didn't die. No. They wouldn't have died, no. No, they did she not Because Buffy can't kill anybody. And there's a throwaway her. line of, seems like the council guys took off too. So, But they took off to LA, where where Faith went. And uh, Faith is... Nope, I keep doing it. Buffy has Faith interacting with uh, Giles after the fact. Ask me a question. Ask me anything. Who's president? We're checking for Buffy, not a concussion. Oh, yes, right. Um, This is... Giles, you turned into a demon, and I knew it was you. I mean, can't you just look in my eyes and be all intuitive? How did I turn into a demon? Oh, because Ethan Rain. And and you have a girlfriend named Olivia, and you haven't had a job since we blew up the school, which is valid, lifestyle-wise. I mean, it's not like you're a slacker type, but... Oh, oh, when I had psychic power, I heard my mom think that you were like a stevedore during sex. What, do you want me to continue? Actually, I beg you to stop. What's a stevedore? That was excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, calling back to the Dark Age. I knew that they were going to do something. That would be the first instinct, right? If you were running into someone, you got to have questions ready out yeah. there. If you, you need to look at all your friends and start thinking of devising questions. Are you prepared? Are you prepared for body swap? Yeah. Because I think most of us are not prepared. No. I'm certainly not prepared. We're checking for Buffy, not a concussion. Yes. The, the the line of question is like, well, because Faith, whatever, says, 
uh, remember when he turned into a demon? Like, why wasn't that clue enough? He's like, oh, wait, yeah, but how did I turn into right. a demon? As if she would have known that he ever turned into a demon. Uh, all right, whatever. Because we need more banter. We could have had a romantic evening planned. We were going to light a bunch of candles and have sex near them. Well, we certainly don't want to cut into that seven minutes. Hey. I believe that's my hey. Hey. Yeah. I think it's I think it's time for yelling. Let's do some yelling. Uh we know that Faith knows that Buffy doesn't live there, but her first act as Buffy is to take a bath in her mom's house. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Fucking weird. It goes back to Daniel's theory of like we just want to see other people naked. Weird she could have gone back. She could have just gone back to the college. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, does she know actually where at the, where she lives? Where Buffy mm, lives? I mean, she, she never goes. She knew where fucking Riley lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know, but I, I I like that. I like that she chose to take a bath in Joyce's house. <laughs> it's Damn. amazing. I mean, I'm sure it's nice because no one uses it because Faith is, or because Joyce is home. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of, I thought there were going to be a lot of Faith, Buffy, innuendos, like right at the beginning uh, when Joyce is like, Faith. Oh, yeah, that was great. What do you think? Stuff with that? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, immediately after we see what happened to Buffy as Faith. We get a, a flash cut to Willow and Tara together, and Willow um, says, "I wonder where she is. Who? Faith? You know, like mm-hmm. talking about. You know. Yeah. So I thought that was going to happen a lot. It did not happen. That was literally like the last time anybody had real confusion in a quick cut kind of way. But they did have a lot of callbacks. So we got a pack callback. Yeah. We got bad girl callback. We got a Zeppo callback with Xander right. and the sex thing. Um, the one episode where Faith escapes the council. She mentions Wesley for the first Yeah, that's wild. in um, Enemies? No, the one after Enemies, it must be, right? Consequences. Oh, duh. I mean, enemy, your enemy is Consequences. I don't right. remember. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. One of the two. And then a new man, obviously. So, yeah, a lot of... I mean, this is probably the most callbacky episode of all of Buffy, right? A show that has yeah. almost no callbacks ever. Maybe right. one. But, yeah, like, hy- I mean, the hyena stuff alone. Yeah, like, what great. the fuck was that? That was, like, super specific. And usually it's from Xander, and Xander was hey, not in this episode, but also didn't. Is have it because he's always like, remember that one time it was uh, army guy, right? <laughs> well, and you and you would say if he didn't get the scuba thing wrong, that mm. we could have counted that too, because if he got that right, if he was the one to point out, oh no, that means murder, then his military training came yep. in, and that's yep. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he was wrong, so it doesn't count. The but Anya was oh, yeah. exactly okay. So I need to know what Buffy and I guess Joyce would be the responsible one because she's the adult or whatever. Tell the EMTs about Faith. What did they tell the police about a child being unconscious in their home? They never called back either the next day. Well, the police are actively looking for her. Yes. So I assume it's like she broke in, she tried to murder us, Mm. self-defense. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I just Done. like I, I just want to hear the phone call. Of, like, oh, I would hello, love police. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce is like, guess I call nine one one now. Hello, I'm Joyce Summers. I became unconscious. I don't know what happened. You know the gallery owner. I'm calling. And a follow up to that: the last thing we see is Faith being shoved into the uh, ambulance, right? Because she got her ass beat. And yeah. They're looking at her to make sure she's okay. And the next time we see her, she's in the back of a cop car, barely conscious. Yeah. Mm. So she didn't make it to the hospital, I'm assuming, because she was she still in all of her did. clothes. She did, There's and they took her out. There's a scene where they put her in the hospital, and she's like, she's got my body. Oh, that's and right. And then she's they put sedatives. Yeah, God, I completely forgot that happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but and in classic Sunnydale hospital, Sunnydale general yeah. policy, they didn't actually take her clothes off or, like, you know, do anything no. and examine her, make her do x-rays. They just Maybe they did that after they sedated her. 
and then put all, put all her clothes back on and <laughs> put her in a cop car. Well, maybe she put her clothes back on and got in a cop car. I don't know, okay? <laughs> Point is, she was at the hospital. Okay, yeah, you're right. I, I forgot. All right, I take it all back. Really sad line from Tara when she says, I mean, they don't even know I exist, right? Well, you should be safe. Nobody knows you're here. I mean, they don't even know I exist, right? Special operations unit. I know all about them, but hey. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, my God. Like, Tara, it's totally cool that no one knows about me. I, it's totally fine. I love you anyway, McClay. That's her name. That's her full name. She just, she's so into her. Yeah. Tara so, so into, into her. Willow. It's just like. And Willow's just kind of like. Very sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have much to say. Um, Tara's never been to the bronze. She's not from around she's here, not, right? No, yeah, so, Willow, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop getting all up in Tara's business. Not also, only Tara, Tara doesn't, clearly doesn't have friends. Doesn't have friends. Doesn't go anywhere. And you so never how invite much, her. <laughs> how about uh, chill out? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> so it's a lot of shaming going on from Willow. Come on, Willow. Faith has saved people before, right? We've seen her yeah. save people before. So what the fuck and is yet. the deal with the scene outside of the bronze where that woman's like, thank you for saving me. She's like, Ugh, what? I didn't save you. It's uh, probably the Buffy Doing good. Right? Yeah. It's got to be the Buffy aspect. Maybe she's just, also like, oh, Buffy probably gets this all the time. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah I don't know. I mean, I think they're just trying to push the hero thing. Like, No, I know. I, I understand it from the storytelling perspective, but like, Faith has saved people before. Also, we never see anyone treat Buffy like that. Yeah, right? <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> also, where's this room that she's like getting eaten in? Like, why oh, it's is alleyway no here? Is it? Yeah, yeah like, it's like an alleyway. Oh, is it an alleyway? Yeah, they were like right next to a dumpster. Oh, it seemed like it's a It's like the same place room. that Cordelia got thrown in the yeah. trash. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird. Memories. <laughs> Good times. I've been thinking about vampires. Oh, no! So there was like a huge long line that got cut about where Adam goes off about, I'm the war between good and evil. I am the last whatever is going to happen. Like, Thank God. They cut I am that the best shit. of bad guys. I am the worst of bad guys. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, it was bad enough that he's like. I don't know if he's in this episode. Why? Oh, I've discovered my true purpose. It's to eliminate all life. Like, what? 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 Why Why? would you think Maggie wants that? Why Why would you think she wants that? That's the thinnest bad guy motive of all time. That's because he's the worst bad guy of all time. That's true. Though they thought that they were being pretty smart and pretty deep when they're like, look. I don't belong anywhere because I'm half man and half demon and you don't belong anywhere because you're half man and half demon. Let's be friends. And my friends, I mean, be my flunkies and I'm going to kill you. And go to a church and get killed. What was the point of that? What was the point of that? (laughs) What was the point of Adam? I wish he didn't even show up. Yeah, it was no point to that. I guess it because they needed the faith to have a heroic act, but I feel like we could have done that. Dude, without Adam, I feel like. But I don't mind the vampire thing. I don't care. But you've got your reporter who could just report. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? You don't need Adam and the reporter. You don't need both of them. They're. Pick one or the other. I, mean, I would say pick the reporter to report the weird news. Done. It is hard to Random believe vampires. that apparently vampires would never think, let's go to a place where people congregate and just take all of them. Let's like, why up. does that only happen in this episode and the episode where Willow is a bad vampire? Yeah. Like, that should happen more often. So that's not unbelievable as, like, the conflict to get Buffy and Faith back together. Let's all get underneath. Let's all hide in a closet in a mall. And then wait for the mall to open, and then we'll all run out and fucking kill people. <laughs> why have we not thought Vampire of this? Vampire Union. Yeah. Like, and then why they have could we not just have mall hijinks throughout the night, putting on clothes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, everybody dresses up. in massage up. chairs. <laughs> you feather boa. <laughs> this is the world I want to live in. 
I love it. Um, I know that Tara's afraid of being a demon, as you guys told me. That's the reason she hit the sand or whatever. Yes. Mm. But if I was still the, the viewer before where I was confused by that, I would be more confused now because all of a sudden it's like, we're going to raise some demon from hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, let's go to the passage to the nether realm. And I'm like, wait, didn't you just not want Willow to do that kind of shit? And now you're saying that you want to do it? So I'd be very confused if I was yeah. the old viewer because I don't know. I still don't know. So why did she stop what was happening before, which seemed extreme, right? I think the only conclusion you can draw is she only wants to do sexy magic. That's right. And at the end, that's what I would think is like, okay, this is why we're doing this. <laughs> How sweaty are we going to get? I'm going to pass. It's just like swapping bodies. Just, we just do magic to have sex. <laughs> Riley shouldn't be doing any humping, even slow missionary style humping. He don't, is injured. Don't say that. He's wow. injured. I'm just saying. We made a point to say, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're hurt. Can't use you. And yet he's like, oh, well, we should take me for a test drive or whatever. I'm like, I don't think so, buddy. I think you need to heal up. When he... And that's why Force, his boyfriend, who actually cares about him, is like, you, my boy's supposed to be resting. What are you doing? My boy. <laughs> when, uh, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> when the cop showed up and Riley was in the suit, I was not expecting that. Sorry, this is like, I'm weirdly pegging <laughs> the, the Riley in the suit. It was fucking weird because, yeah, she like tapped his, you know, to be like, oh, you're hurt or whatever. Because, yeah, it's convenient when it needs needs to hurt, but when he's not. Although I think probably having sex is probably easier than fighting. But like I'm just talking about, okay, the injury is on like his ribs, like because he got poked in the phrasing in the ribs uh, by Adam's skewer thing. Right. Mm. And like we all saw that. If you're doing humping, it's a lot of ab work. Right. right. When you're doing humping. (laughs) So I feel like. It's the worst thing. To do be we doing. need to be talking about the this logistics of how they could do this? I don't want to. I think Riley would push through the pain for that, but he doesn't need to push through the pain to fight uh, vampires. to fight vampires. Yeah. So when he showed up in the suit, I thought for a second he was like fucking like Mulder from. He did seem very yeah, like, yeah. I thought this was like how he dressed now, and I was like, oh, We've why are you unexpectedly? in a suit? Riley. It's okay, miss. Get yourself out of harm's way. Riley, it's me. Never mind. How many are in there? Well, who are you? Oh, he's just Miss Church because he's a good boy. And he... It's a good boy. Because that's why we like him. Mm-hmm. He's a good boy. He's a corn-fed Iowa boy. Corn-fed Iowa boy. Your turn, Iowa boy. Born and raised. Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> um... Back to the scene of Faith with Riley when Riley's like, oh, I'm kind of sad Faith's gone. I wanted to meet her. <laughs> I was just like figuratively, but wanted to literally bang my head against the wall. You don't mind if I steal this, right? Is that the Harlem? Yeah, that's the same one Faith picked. Burn it.
you have a heart? It isn't even beating. It's like talking to a wall. Only you get more of a wall. Strange, but beating up that pirate gave me a weird sense of closure. Riley, you that was not, absolute no. egghead. <laughs> oh, at the at the airport, there's the um the the what do you call him the receptionist who's taking the tickets. <gasps> yeah. Did you guys see the, the fakest computer? computer in the world? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's made nice. out of cardboard and that's it's, piece of paper. It's incredible. Oh my god! It's just a word document. It's a word document that she is not typing on. But there's and so much text. In there's it. so much text. Yeah, what was, so what was she's the typing motivation? out her novel and she's like, yeah, I'll get your ticket here in a second. I don't get paid enough to do this job. <laughs> I'm thinking that this is uh, one of the casualties of the 16 by 9 screen ratio because oh, yeah. this is supposed to be in 3 oh, by 4. Oh, you would see like That thing's getting cropped out. Yeah, for sure. They're like, who cares? Put something on it. doesn't fucking matter. I'm surprised they even went to the length of having it on at all because no. I would have just kept that fucker off. <laughs> We're just going to pretend. This part of the scene was incredibly weird because it paid no... It was There's literally no reason for it to exist except for some like... Um, you know, just so we know she's at an airport, which you could have shown any other way. Yep. But the guy behind her is interesting, too, because when she walks away, like turns around, he like is affronted by her existence. Like has this like really like, oh, fuck this lady <laughs> fucking runs around her like just to get to the like he was told like, oh, you got to get to the, the desk quickly or whatever. But he overreacts. First class seats. Oh. So, yeah, he's kind of the star of this scene. <laughs> So I'd recommend watching the guy behind Faith is Buffy because otherwise you're just watching a fake computer screen. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> yeah. we definitely were. And, oh, I totally did. Yeah. I went back and forth on that just to see if there was a cursor on there. There's not. It's a cardboard. <laughs> it's cardboard. Although there was like Apple boxes and stuff and like computers in the spot where the council was. Hmm. Like real computers. Like yeah. old computers too. It's like, that does not look real. You though. have stuff. That looks fake as shit. Yeah, that's like a I picture. mean, that mouse is like cannot be connected to the actual computer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I guess maybe the yeah, the thing is underneath, right? Because it's probably keyboard not connected. Looks gigantic. Anyway. Tough stuff. We learn some crucial Buffy trivia. Buffy likes music. We've often asked the question, what the fuck does Buffy like? Oh, did we learn that? The string cheese incident. Oh, two, I, two we saw that. Two string cheese incident posters and a filter Wait, poster. we're saying she, her being in, in the thing is enough? Oh, that was in her house? She's got a poster in, in her bedroom. bedroom. Really? Yes. No, no, yeah. So not in the bronze, but actually in Buffy's bedroom, there's a poster for a string cheese incident. There's two of them. And she's got like a bulletin board with a collage of different pants. That's a The only one I can make out was Filter. So we know she likes two bands for sure. I think she was paid to like those bands. So By whom? By Virgin Cola. Oh, right, right. Fuck, I forgot all about Virgin Cola. Big yeah. Virgin Cola. Susha? Um, how does Faith, Buffy as Faith, keep her lipstick so perfect? She gets mm. punched in the face so much, <laughs> gets sedated at the hospital, dragged into a police car, thrown in the back of an armored vehicle, beat up by council goons, right? beat up by Buffy, <laughs> and, and still, then climbs still. into a cow box car and her lipstick untouched. Like, what lipstick is that? Give me the rack face. That's that harlot. <laughs> That's that Joyce cut. 
I'll just go for it. Um, so what is a stevedore? Oh, yeah. No. What is a stevedore? Uh, Kelly, you thought a stevedore was just uh, a porter. With trains. For, with trains, no. So not with trains. With It can be with trains. It can be anything. But it's more than just trains. It can be airplanes, but traditionally it's ships. It's boats. A stevedore is... For boats. But they're luggage porters, right? Like, well, yeah, they move. Yeah, they're uh, involved in the loading and unloading of ships. Yeah. Yeah, but traditionally ships. Is that it's like way more lascivious fantasy? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think I might know why it's a fantasy. Okay. So from Spanish, oh, no. est- estivador uh, is a man who stows and loads cargo. That's what it means. The UK, they call them dockers. In Australia, they call them wharfies. Sure. And here we call them longshoremen. Okay. Um, fr- derived from man along the shore. Oh, well, sure. And so Joyce, I think, is uh, conflating Marlon Brando and On the Waterfront in 1954. You should have taken care of me just a little bit so I wouldn't have to take them dives for the short end money. Well, I had some bets down for you. You saw some money. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead of a bum, which is what I am, let's face it. Bro, Brando is a longshoreman. So mm. I think that she is conflating in her head the a hot stevedore is Marlon Brando in his prime. Gotcha. That's what I think Joyce is, is after. Okay. So when she's yeah. saying that, that's what I think it is. And because um, that was a famous series of news articles at the time. I think it won a Pulitzer in like 52 or whatever. And then it was adapted into a movie. Um, in a book, possibly, I don't oh. know, uh, 1954. Famous stevedores, though. We might know a couple of them. What? Uh, Hulk Hogan. What? Used to be a stevedore. Uh, Frank McCourt, Angela's Ashes. He was a stevedore. <laughs> uh, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, Moyna- who was a sociologist. He was a stevedore. <laughs> Marky Smith from The Fall. You know The Fall. The punk band. The Fall. Oh, yes, yes. Stevedore. <laughs> Howard Zinn, People's History of the United States. He was a stevedore. And Kelly, you know this, Frank Sabatka. He was International Brotherhood <laughs> of the Stevedores in The Wire. I would just like to say, I think your theory is wrong. I don't think she was fantasizing about Ooh. Marlon Brando. Okay. It was definitely Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, yes. <laughs> sure. yes. Would yes. have been topical at the time. Yes. It's true, he would have been around. And Giles does evoke a strong Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know what? Buffy's mom has a specific taste in men. She does. And it's pretty clear. <laughs> and it is a whole cocaine. Oh, yeah. She just like sneaks Giles a bandana and a tiny tank top. It's like, I'm just, just consider it. Just think about it. Have you heard that about growing pink? I'm into stevedores and I want to go through all of them. So there you go. <laughs> you have more of a Howardson vibe right now. I need you to have. A Hulk Hogan vibe, thank you. Oh, it's Hulkamania time, baby. <laughs> but if you looked in their eyes, man, have you seen the fear in all those little hulksters? They realize that when I get Andre the Giant cinched up in the launch position, when I slam him through the Trump Plaza, brother, from New York down to Tampa, Florida, the fault line is going to break off. And as Andre the Giant falls into the ocean, as my next two opponents fall to the ocean floor and I pin him, so will Donald Trump. And all the Hulkamaniacs. But as Donald Trump hangs onto the top of the Trump Plaza with his family under his other arm, as they sink to the bottom of the sea, thank God.
God, Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. He'll know enough to let go of his materialistic possessions, hang on to the wife and kids, dog paddle with his life all the way to safety. But Donald, if something happens, you run out of gas, and all those little Hulkamaniacs run out of gas, just hang on to the largest back in the world, and I'll dog paddle us, backstroke all of us to safety. Oh, and thank you, Hulk Hogan. Let's get back to action. Wow. Unreal, Donald Trump, uh, one of the Hulkamaniacs. There he is right there, a Hulkamaniac. You really think so? Absolutely. Uh, the last thing I have... Would Faith know about Spike? Now, he was only in one episode of season three, an episode which Faith was not in, which is Lover's Walk. I don't this doubt... This is a good... Yeah. I don't doubt that they would have like talked about him, especially directly after the events of Lover's Walk, because she was still in their group a little bit. Yeah. So it's not impossible that she would have known about him, but it seems unlikely that she would put the two and two together. Would she have also done the history, right? I to feel know like William the Bloody. William That's, the Bloody. Does yeah. even Buffy know that? Yeah, they do. They do know. Because we first came on the scene, they barely. talked about why they called him Spike. and. Mm. Yeah, but how interested is she really in all of that? So, I mean, like, if she's not that interested, I don't see Faith being That's what I'm saying. All. It seems yeah. unlikely that she would have that info. But, mm. I mean, we needed it for the scene. So I, I don't know. I mean, she was she was watchered by Giles, who yeah. tried to teach both of them. Maybe that's the thing they went over. And he was a threat Yeah, in that moment, you know. It is mildly believable. Yeah. We just it's not in the realm of not possible. And I guess once you have your body swapped for him to be like, yo, I, I'm going to give you an expositional jump about uh, expositional dump about the chip in my head where I can't hurt yep. people. <laughs> and it's like, OK, well, now I can talk however I want to. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It's like, OK, this scene is really weird. And now that I'm thinking about it, really manufactured. And Super. come on. Yeah. What the fuck? But I think it's because you're right that Joss needed to have Buffy say dirty things to Spike. Absolutely. I mean, we all wanted it. Come on. We love Spike. Um, I like the line that Tara has when they get back back to Tara's apartment after she like gets a migraine or whatever she says. And she's immediately like, she's not your friend. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> she's my best friend. No. <laughs> like, you could have just been like, I don't think Buffy's in her body or something more specific than she's not your friend. <laughs> or just like, listen, you're not going to really buy this right off the bat. <laughs> But I think something weird has happened. <laughs> Amazing. A person's energy has a flow, a unity. Buffy's was was fragmented. It, it, it graded like something forced in where it doesn't belong. Plus, she was um, she's kind of mean. I think that you should know that uh, we're a real podcast and you can find us everywhere at Beat Me Pod. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. We have a word, word site, a word site on WordPress. WordPress.beatme.com. Is that how it goes? Sorry. What is it? WordPress.beatme.com. What is it? Opposite. Damn it. We have a website, beatmepod.wordpress.com, where you can find all kinds of information about our podcast episodes here, like, you know, songs that we use or clips that we use. It's there. You can go check it out. It's, it's good times. And also, if you like songs, you can go to Spotify. And find our playlist, Beat Me Hyphen Fun Time Playlist for Podcast Fans Season 4. That'll contain all songs used in the episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that are available on Spotify, as well as any songs that we might use here on this podcast. Nerf Herder. Nerf Herder was in this episode. Not the actual band, but the song of theirs was in this episode, so that's kind of fun. They did the theme song, in case you didn't know, but I'm sure you know if you're listening to this. Anyway. Oh my god. I think it's time for our 
watches to be updated, please. Daniel? Not a lot going on here. Uh, Xander Construction Outfit Watch, no. Maroon Jacket Watch, no. Forrest's Gay for Riley Watch, duh. Uh, <laughs> obviously, when Forrest confronts uh, Faith as Buffy, I hope that you left him a wa- alive. He was obviously listening all night. And then, of course, Forrest, you know, it's sad. You know, what, yeah, do, you, do you care? You care what I think? No, no, of course I don't care. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, Chips Ahoy, of course. Spike, expositional dump, as I just said. He needed everyone to know. I got a chip in my brain that I can't do stuff. I can't hurt you. Really fucking stupid now that I'm really getting into it. Uh, oh, God. To Hoffman watch. No, but I thought she was going to like, before the sex stuff, and I was like, oh, this is just a sex scene. I thought De Hoffman was going to show up something. I don't know why. I just thought. Well, you really we, were like working the eye angle. You thought something was going to Yeah, I just thought someone would show up. Yeah. But no, it's just sex. Um, You should lock the door. Fuck yeah. I mean, a Faith as Buffy walks in. Buffy as Faith walks in. Taryn Willow, walk in. Barge. <laughs> Barge in. I did say bust in. They're all here. Dude, it's too much. Can't lock the door. Sandy watch. Of course not. Uh, Michael Wicket, Amy Goth watch. Yeah, sexy times yeah. for sure. Carpet rubbing magic. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't make the joke. The internet made the joke. Books a million. I don't know. Sure. I think people did have books around, but nothing definitive. I don't know what books they had. Uh, Streets Ahead, I will say officially no, but wherever the armored truck crashed into the cop car, that was a new street. It seemed like, like it, yeah. Where the fuck is that happening? And also, what? How did you <laughs> how'd you get away with this? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sunnydale PT is fucking stupid. And Ogden is the name of the cop, so maybe Ogden will be the name of our cop. Nice. We'll see if he shows up again. I don't know. He won't. Uh, <laughs> Giles Vegas KO. Uh no, he wasn't. He wasn't. But I, I like to think that him having to pretend to be hysterical was uh, got inside of his his body. He <laughs> he, broke he definitely hated that. So <laughs> tiny, tiny babies. I just, I, you say that, I'm like, I just block it out. I'm so I'm so uncomfortable. I love that scene. I'm so, so un- no, I'm so uncomfortable because the cops immediately are just like, you gotta get out of here. Like, yeah. what is happening? Right? What's why Why aren't you guys in there? They're vampires. They're, They're vampires. Tell in there. your men to stand down. So do you know that vampires are real or not? Like what? It, we what? can't confirm. <laughs> We're not allowed to say. Hates. <laughs> uh, not a strong enough word. <laughs> I thought you were just going to end with hates. Hates. As in I hates it. Hates. Well, I think it's time to rank this sucker. If you don't mind. Willow hacks. Slash we're talking about the net. Slash something like a this way comes. 10. Whew. 10 for this steamy sex spell. You oh. can't not give it a 10. No, it's a 10. We went to the nether realm as gal pals and we came back oh. as very strong, sweaty gal pals. Did they great. know that that happened to them? Do, the sex? Does Willow know that she had an orgasm? While yeah. Did they, doing a spell? did they both have sex with each other or with the nether realm? <laughs> like, really? Did they? I, what I think. Or did they? Wait. Didn't they go? Wait. Did they go down to the nether realm and see? But this is another thing where, like, we say stuff, but, like, I thought, but they said that they're going to the nether realm. I legitimately thought we were going to go to some afterworld where Buffy is, like, down there. And she's like, yeah, I'm Faith. Like, as Buffy, just, like, Buffy saying it out. But we never even, like, went down to the nether realm. It's just an orgasm realm. Okay. Yep, yep. Yep, that's it. That's all we needed. That's real dumb. Ask no more questions. I need to bring this episode down, I think. So... Riley ruins everything slash I got a slash on this one Joyce is a terrible mom oh wow because I I mean Joyce is barely in the episode but she is in the episode I feel like Joyce is gonna bring this down she did because uh, I feel like because Riley I I gotta like I said I gotta give the guy 
credit this episode. He did, so I think he was. He did everything that he should have done. He was nice boy. He was a nice boy. Uh, and Joyce pointed out again how she failed a teenager for an entire year. So uh, R.I.P. Riley. That's all I'm thinking here. <laughs> R.I.P. Riley for having to suffer for Joyce's incompetence. <laughs> he gets brought down in this shameful act. Well, I gave I give them a seven collectively because R.I.P. Joyce, who gets to <laughs> fucking live under Riley's son for now. For now. <laughs> for now. That's true. She will die. So uh, Giles, sweaters, teacups, tiny babies. I give him a nine. Monster of the week one. Who was it? Boone and his cohorts, I guess. Uh, Faith. Adam. As Buffy. Faith was the bad guy last week, and I feel like... I couldn't Faith be the bad guy this week. Like it's a two-part. No. no I you know. know. It's like, not. I think... Not <laughs> I think it's Adam, and I think it's a one. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So, relationship goodness or badness? I think Buffy and Riley are going to go through some hard times. Sounds going to bring us down. Not great. Uh, other than that, nobody else is really in the episode. I mean, Faith, everybody down. So that's a marker. Somewhere. Or could you yeah, say no bad because no one realized that Buffy wasn't Buffy? Ah, it's true. Bad, yeah, bad. Also, if this doesn't matter consequentially, nothing happens. So a five would be, I think, respectful. Well, uh, nothing matters. That's fair, except for Willow and Tara have sex uh, in this episode. Therefore, they didn't. <laughs> they the did Nether not. Realm had sex with them. But the we do. Nether Realm, how subtle. Despite the people, the willfully ignorant. How subtle. Joss, get oh, yeah, the nether. fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, uh, I really just talking right <laughs> over it. <laughs> oh. oh no, I just ruined I mean. this ranking the for good, Daniel. <laughs> the good and the bad. It's like I, you know, it, you get the great with the bad, and this that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. I mean, some of us didn't. Also, get just it. they did not have sex with one another. They, they had sex with the Nether Realm, well, not I, each other's Nether Realm. The who Nether. Who knows realm. what happened after the spell? But who, but. They would have had sex before, right? Because she came home late that one time. Why didn't they have sex that time? They might have. But they didn't. We because, don't know. But well, they not act like they haven't had yeah, sex. That's true. That's so true. unless Willow is like having sex and then the next day saying that never happened. Which which she could. But I, that doesn't strike me as her, what she's even thinking. So yeah. I don't think so. Okay. But what we can confirm canonically is that they held hands in this episode they, they very much seem right. to be a couple and when uh Faith but then was, they let go of hands immediately as they got into the vicinity of buffy yes but that's just because willow's like not out to her friends yet like she's not ready to be yeah. out to her friends but that doesn't change the fact that they aren't together right? oh no Whether it's not very she's adorable yeah so i would say that this is like the official they're together kind of thing so the only people that don't know that or won't accept it are the willfully ignorant at this point because it's very very obvious um and it just blows my mind that people really didn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, until at this point, man, you're in New Moon Rising, and then they wrote angry letters about why they would like gaze on television and how the world is going to hell. And it's crazy. Well, that's amazing because this is about as overt as you can possibly get. They intercut it with Riley and Buffy having sex. Like if it weren't on the nose yeah. enough that this is clear what this is for, it's like. I just, I don't know how people can it's, that. It's only because they eventually confirm it. If they don't confirm it, then you're just gay baiting. Do you think? Yeah, true. Well, That's fair. Even with the hand-holding and the faith, like not Absolutely. driving, like any of Absolutely. That? Absolutely. I think at this point in the show, it's gay baiting. Oh, you're, say, you're saying if they like reneged this whole If they thing. just. Yeah, if they never confirm that they're in a relationship, oh, like this, this isn't confirmation that they're in a relationship. They're just hinting at it. Like you need them. In the future to be like, yes, like we're girlfriends or like this is yeah. just it doesn't count. Like I'm 
Okay, but but because and they, they did, are, so, yeah, could you like, do you agree that this is like a fish like they're together? What does together mean? Like in a relationship? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. 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 I still feel like they're like playing it vague. Like maybe they are, but I don't think the show wants you to necessarily think that yet. Yeah, they do. That's wild. They have. Come on. Yeah, they do. I mean, I think it's like with the Buffy and Riley thing where it's like, you know, they're dating, but like they haven't kissed yet. And it's mm. that kind of thing where it's like, you know, they're into each other, but you don't really know. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's why it's gay baiting. Like if this is as far as their relationship went, yeah. it would be like you could argue sure. that they're in a relationship or you could argue that, no, they're just really close friends and they're doing magic together, <laughs> you know. But like until you have sweaty, that like in canon confirmation, like yeah. we see them kiss, then I, you know. I don't know. Then the haters, then they're like, I was right. Because because part of it is like, okay, well, they intercut this with Buffy and Riley having sex because Buffy and Riley are having sex. Like, this is just them doing magic. Like, that's the other argument you can make here. And they're also not having sex with each other. I can't emphasize that enough. (laughs) I vehemently disagree. But I see your point. Oh, sorry. I gave that a nine because Willow Terror amazing. (laughs) Wow. That went way up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they can't be stopped. I will always outweigh the shit out of everything they do because what if Tara started dating someone from the netherworld though the nether realm there was a lesbian she was standing next to at the bronze I mean it was a girl with a haircut but I count it so mm-hmm. she could have started dating her who knows wow. who knows this is, <laughs> this is tough this episode is tough. specific I was gonna go with uh, I am you know what yours because mm. <laughs> my heart but uh, I decided to instead go with uh, faith epiphany of trying to be a good person which was because it's wrong and the church because which is it's also wrong. your heart yeah it's true so eight out of ten <laughs> love it duke in the stats 44 overall this <laughs> it's gonna be oh i didn't write down what it, what it is i think it's number four for this season what a dummy number four for the season right above the freshman and right below this year's girl had a hard time ranking this one because yeah. I feel like my rankings are just going to shit. And <laughs> uh, so I ranked it fifteen out of seventy-two. Hey, you put it high. That's high. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, third highest of the season, below something blue and hush. Nice. Okay. Um, but I don't. I don't I you like this way more than the last episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one's like my last episode. Yeah, wow. it is my last episode. Wow. That episode was garbage. This year's girl. This year's yeah, girl. Yeah, was trash. Yeah, it was trash. <laughs> I mean, I put that way down. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard. Like, it's fun. This episode is funny, and it has some really, like, poignant moments, and Sarah Michelle Gellar really, like, knocks it out of the park with the acting. Mm. Like, it's really moments where it's like, I'm completely sucked in and believe that, like, Faith is actually in Buffy's body, because she's just doing that impression of Faith so well and like the dialogue, like the writers did a really good job of like changing the way each of the characters speak and all of that stuff. So I had a hard time with where to put it because it's a good episode, but I don't know if it's like one of the best episodes. That's fair. Yeah. So. So what, 15? 15? 15, yeah. I was originally going to put it higher and then I dropped it down. Yeah, I feel that. Where'd you put it? I'm going to keep it at the same spot that I put it when we started, even though I did think about these things and I put it down further because SMG alone, man, you could, you could make a case for this being high, way higher and it's pretty iconic, not only for the, you know, the gifts it inspired and, you know, everybody knows these moments so mm-hmm. well, but like, you know, 
whatever it's it's shit um it was also it's a nice bow but you're kind of i don't know in my head it's a nice bow that you put onto this episode to say oh we need buffy and faith to have mutual understanding with one another this is a way that we have them have mutual understanding by literally swapping bodies but it seems like they don't really have mutual understanding because they're still gonna fight after this so in fact what was even the point of any of this um, so that's kind of tough. And then the council stuff is really dumb. I don't know. I've laid it out. It's like the good is really good because Joss is really good about uh, pacing and story wise. And a lot of the lines are really good. I think he did a great job with this. And I think he was set up on a T like T ball. And of course he's going to knock this out of the park. I don't think you can do anybody could do better than the last one. <laughs> So you get to play around with this fun world, this fun concept. You don't have to set up the bullshit. You just get to play with it. Oh, sure. So, yeah. you know, and he's the creator. That's fine. I'm not mad about that. He did a great job, and it's a Joss Whedon episode, so that's going to go up just on its own. So I put it um, I put it at number 56. Okay. One Above Lover's Walk, which we did talk about this episode. Yeah, that's um, what I did. Yeah. So nice. One Above Lover's... Right above Lover's Walk. And then Amends is two below that. And the angel is sixty one. So like men's is too high. Uh, we, I know. <laughs> we make mistakes. I don't remember why. I don't it's know interesting why. ranking your feelings immediately after discussing the episode, and then a couple weeks later, when you're like, "Why did that I seem know. like a good?" Because while that heart above fear itself in my head, now I'm like, mm, "Fear itself's better." Yeah. Because like, it's just more iconic. But there was obviously a reason I thought this is uh, too we, better. We, could, we got, I think with fear itself, it's the well, the heart. Oh, got it's to, Willow, to Willow crying. Yeah. All right, I got you. That's where we got. But like the prom, I guess. I know why, but that's pretty high. 44? I mean, I love the prom, so I'm not, I'm just shocked to hear you say that. But it is homecoming famously that. Homecoming's That's down there a little bit, but I don't. It's fine. (laughs) I don't hate anything. Don't come around. I don't hate anything except for bad eggs. That's a lie. Good eggs. I love that. What's the parenting one? Bud, are you sure your egg is secure in that? Did I ask for backseat mommy? My third to last episode. Goddamn. Beer bad eggs. Anyway. Beer bad eggs. Oh, beer bad's way what, what, Sorry, I forgot. 55? What do you say? 56. 56. Okay. Well, that is Who Are You in the books, right? 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 Unless, Stacia, do you have anything else to say about this episode of television, both the Empire Slayer episode of television? Do you? Yeah, do you? Do, do, no. Yeah, yeah. Daniel? Not going to be fooled this time. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you join us next time for season four, episode 17, Superstar. It's a fun one. Get ready. Can't wait. Jonathan, we missed you. Until then, again, thank you for listening. Stacia, say goodbye. Goodbye. Daniel, say goodbye. You know what the trouble is, Buffy? We used to make shit in this country. Build shit. Now we just put our hand in the next guy's pocket. Thanks for (laughs) seeing Goodbye. I recognize your fragrance, hold up, you ain't never gotta say shit, uh, and I know you taste this a little bit, mmm, high maintenance, uh, everybody else basic, you live life on an everyday basis with poetic justice, poetic justice, if I told you that a flower bloomed in a dark room, would you trust it, I mean, I'm Look, right. You, you find a way of uh, putting this FBI thing to bed, and then maybe we can come back the next session with a grain pier, alright, you'll have a couple of people down there knowing they owe you a vote or two. I don't know what else to say. I don't. Sorry, Frank. You know what the trouble is, Brucey? We used to make shit in this country. Build shit.
conversation. Now we just put our hand in the next guy's pocket. But I could never write my wrongs, lest I write it down for real. P.S. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just, know just, know just, know just, know just what you want. Poetic justice, put it in the song, alright. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just, know just. I mean, I'm sorry, it's just for the sweating nightly, side-by-side -side action you never put in for a little after-hours, uh? Thanks for the poetry. And now...